0: Warren Buffett once said, the more you learn, the more you earn. Warren Buffett, one of the wealthiest humans on the planet, is famous for reading more than five hours every day. Bill Gates reads one book per week. Mark Cuban, three hours a day. Oprah, well, she's just obsessed with books. Notice the common theme here? Successful people never stop learning. You trying to get your freedom? You trying to learn how to read? You trying to escape? Uh-uh. It's Saturday and it's 8 a.m., folks. It's that time. Time for the 8 a.m. Blog Talk Book Club. Let's go, folks. It's time to stimulate the mind. Time to hear thought-provoking words. When we read, your imagination improves. You become smarter. It reduces the stress. Yes, that's right. It reduces the stress. Let's go, folks. about this is Fleming, this is our eight a m book club call. We do this call eight a m eastern uh seven a m central and five a m pacific and we've been doing this call for years and years and years and more years and man ten eleven twelve years we've been doing this book club for a while man and uh now we have it we're actually posting it on um as a podcast on um on the podcast platforms like Apple and Spotify and iTunes. and You know, so you can go out there and put Tony Fleming in and just put Mindset and the book club will come up and all the other things that we're putting on podcasts uh, as conference calls. So a little bit different from what most people are doing. A lot of folks' podcasts or interviewing people, but we're doing our book club and our Mindset calls on there. So you can go and check them out. We're posting them, you know, every other day. Um, and if you like it, share it, you know. If you don't, don't share it. <laughs> but if you do, share it and, and write a review also. Uh, you know, on this particular call, we actually take a book and we read uh, this book for a few months. It's not a book of the month. It's a book of the moment. So, on, you know, we're in the moment. And so, um, you know, we read and talk about it, and that's what we're doing today. The book is called TNT, uh, our book of the moment, TNT, um, The Power Within You, How to Release the Forces Inside You and Get What You Want. You know, TNT kind of likes to play on words like dynamite. Um, But How to Release Those Forces Inside of You to Get What You Want, Claude M. Bristol. This book, in my opinion, is, you know, still one of my tops, uh it's so uh in your face and it's so down to earth and it's so uh like you know, like the author is speaking directly to you. You know, like having a conversation more than anything else is not uh it's not a hard read at all. I mean, I like writers like this, you know, Claude Bristol, I really do. Um, some books you read, you really have to, <clears throat> you know, get into it. Uh, which is good, you know. Some reads some some reads are a little bit harder than others, but this one, you know, I don't I I, my, I don't understand why most people don't write this way. I guess maybe people can't. Everybody can't. I guess I don't know, but to me, um, it speaks to you. It's uh, not confusing. Um, you know when you finish reading what he you know what he's saying. You know so when you when you read it you're not you know trying to you know are, are these words are, you know, too confusing or something. No, he's saying it, you know, down to earth. And this book was written in 1953, I think, or 54, something like that, or published in 53 or 54. Don't know when it was written. But uh, it's a great book, man. I tell you, if you're not reading this book, um, sad, you know, I'm just, I don't know what else to say. You know, if you're not reading this book, because we've been reading it now for a couple of months, and you hadn't gotten it, and you kind of just get on the call and listen. You know, hey, that's fine to each his own, but I can tell you this, you're not going to grow and develop yourself unless you feed your mind. And, you know, this is a great book to feed your mind with. It really, really is. It's a great book to feed your mind. And not not to say that all the other books we read are not great also, um, but, you know, some that's just to me in my mind a little bit more special The more that I relate to. A little bit more than others. Um, now, in my opinion, you can get something from all books. You can you can get something from all books because think about it. I mean, if you look at our life uh, just just in general, I mean, you can go back a few years and you know it was illegal to allow us to read. Matter of fact, if you got if you. I mean, illegal for us to read, not just to allow us to read. (laughs) I'm talking about African-Americans. If you go back, you know, it was a point where if you got caught reading, because, see, they don't want you to read because now you can you you begin to to think and you begin to see things differently and your life could change. And and, uh, so that was just that alone should make people want to read. Should, just that alone should make you want to make sure your kids or your family members are trying to read. Now you can't make everybody read because it just you know folks are just not. But that alone should tell you why are they trying to keep us from reading, you know? Um, and so now I can see people, you know, trying to not read and not to do this, and I'm like, man, come on. That I mean, just that alone, just that whole thought that if you got caught reading. You know. <laughs> I mean I'm, I, some of the stuff that was done, you know, if you if you just Google that. Pull some articles up of what happened to uh slaves when they got caught reading. You know. Uh which and I know preacher man is gonna say except for the Bible they would let you read the Bible. He said that's a, he said now that should tell you something right there. <laughs> Preacher, man, you, you, you're a bad influence on me, man. You're always saying stuff. <laughs> why they, why would they let you read that when well, you couldn't read nothing else? I... All right. <laughs> let's, let's move on here. <laughs> let us move on. So today I'm going to talk a little bit about um, something that Jackie sent last week. And I asked you guys, I said, if you're reading this book, Find a chapter, a page, a, a, a paragraph, or something that really, really moved you that you highlighted. Don't just go do it just to do it. I guess, I, I mean, I guess you're not doing that because I, I, <laughs> I only got two text messages—one from Jackie and um, one from Yvonne uh, on you know something that they actually that something in the book that actually moved them and they highlighted it and they said, you know, this is something. That uh truly helped me out, so i'm gonna get to that, but i'm gonna read some stuff before that before I get to the paragraph in the in the in the section that Jackie uh mentioned to us uh mentioned about that uh moved her so but let me read this part it's in the it's on a uh, hundred and i think forty three depends on what book you have the page, and he's talking about letters that he's received from people and why people write certain things and say certain things so he's saying that uh, i'm gonna kind of jump in the middle of this uh he says i received from well from well-meaning men and women who have gone from one book in religion and philosophy and isms and metaphysical practice to another sampling here and sampling there to prove to themselves that nothing will work for them so these are those people that you know try to prove that nothing will work for them. He says, they want help desperately, but their mental and emotional attitude is such that they won't let themselves even receive help. They are intellectually superior to everything they study. They are telling themselves, this won't work for me, even while they're reading about a suggestion or a technique or of thinking that has accomplished wonders for thousands of others. But they're saying in their mind, it ain't going to work for me. Uh, it's a lot of you all, Operate like that. There's someone on this call right now that says that. uh, These people are, are the perfectionists who are looking for the faults, the inconsistencies, the fallacies, and everything. Rather than for constructive and confirming points of agreement, which can be applied to the solving of problems and correcting of unhappy conditions in their own life, subconsciously something has happened to these men and women which have caused them to want to remain problem children to themselves and others. It is a way of getting attention, indulging their self-pity, getting even with a parent or someone who, who's, whom they feel has not treated them right or done enough for them. To solve their conscious for, the, for their inability to meet life as they should. They keep on studying metaphysics so they can continue to prove that they can't be helped, no matter how much they try. Now. My point is, uh, I want to read a little bit about this one woman that he that he talked about. He said, this one woman of this type confessed to me, you know, I've been dealt one severe blow after another. I've always tried constantly to improve conditions in my life through metaphysics and prayer, but without success. He She says, I can get conditions to start changing for, for the better, and it will appear as as though things are going to come right for me, that I will have happiness, but something always happens. And my life pattern swings around back into the same old tragic, monotonous, nonsensical way, only it's worse each time. He says, She says, by now, trouble, tragedy, unhappiness, and loneliness has gotten to be a fixed idea in my consciousness, which I cannot break. Try as I may. Now, you know, he says, of course, it's difficult, <clears throat> it's difficult to see ourselves as others see us to gain an outside perspective uh, in personal evaluation of what we're doing out uh, to ourselves through our own thinking that has been contributed to the unhappy conditions we continue to attract. Uh, you know, it makes me think about that, uh, that, that uh, training that Les Brown used to do, and he said that <laughs> he was uh, – <clears throat> Meeting and greeting people after his training and shaking hands, and this one lady came up and he said, "I could see the look on her face and she had that uh, victim look." And she said, "Mr. Brown," he said, "She says I need some help." He says, "Okay, what can I do for?" You? He says, "She says it's my son." And he says, "Okay, what's going on with your son?" She says. He's just not motivated. He's just not motivated. <laughs> he said he was thinking to himself, I wonder why. <laughs> said, Being around your pitiful I wonder why. <laughs> he said, Apple don't fall too far from the tree, so... <laughs> Of course it's difficult to see ourselves as others see us, to get an outside perspective and an impersonal evaluation of what we're doing to ourselves through our own wrong thinking. It's hard for that woman to see that her son is like that because of the way she is. It's hard for them to see that. You know, I always say that with people, and they get, they get mad at me like, well, you know, you can see it. He said it's <laughs> hard. He said that's been... <laughs> through our wrong thinking has been contributing to the unhappy conditions we continue to attract. He says, the same woman went on to say to me, it's not true, your statement that a person should always do something for the other fellow, for it pays dividends since a child. I've been doing good deeds for others, but no one has ever done anything for me. People have come into my life under the guise of friends, accepting and taking advantage of my hospitality and generosity. Practically all these so-called friends turned out to be merely spongers and bombs. There's far more truth in the old saying, people will ride a free horse to death (laughs) than in the Bible verse, cast your bread on the waters, and after many days it shall return to you. I have been casting my bread on the waters all my life. It has not returned to me yet. And people don't understand when they're saying stuff like this and talking like this and acting like this, you know, what comes from that. <laughs> she says, far more truth than the old saying, people will ride a free horse to death. <laughs> so I guess she's a free horse. Huh? <laughs> she said, I've been casting my bread on the waters all my life, and it has not returned to me yet. Evidently, someone else grabs it before. <laughs> <laughs> Evidently, somebody grabs it before it gets back to me. Uh, <laughs> and the people who talk like this don't realize they're talking like this. They don't understand that. And I'm telling you, it's a lot of people that hang around other people like this. So that's why it's hard. That's why. You cannot start to change your life and do things differently, and then you start you stay in these environments where you're hearing this kind of stuff. You just can't and it's hard for a person who is new to getting their mindset correct and you know adjusting themselves because this is something new to them and you know what what they've been hearing all' all their lives is this is my family, these are my friends I gotta be around them 'cause you know they this and that and no, you don't have to be you don't have to do that. He said, "Do you detect that mental chip on her shoulder? You cannot do a calculated good deed for another person expecting something in return. This is not free spirited giving, nor can you help others who do not want help. They will resent it, and rightfully, when people insist on being nice to you for no apparent reason, it makes you suspicious." <laughs> you say to yourself, why are they going out of their way to do some things? <laughs> why are they trying to place me under obligation? What are they getting ready to request from me in exchange? <laughs> this is hilarious to me because I know people who just, you know, they're keeping their eyes, their side eye, they're thinking, wait a minute. So you've heard many men and women say, after all, I've done for so and so <laughs> Man, everything I've done for so-and-so, can you imagine this person treating me the way he has? There are times when friends and relatives selfishly or designally take advantage of you, but there are also times when we mistakenly expect too much from people. I agree. When we get paid back in this kind of coin, we give out. This woman, and many like her, subconsciously expects the worst while hoping for the best. See, that's why you, you can't. This is a problem, you know, how, you know, expect the worst while hoping for the best. Remember I said, I was just saying last week, and I was talking about, um, you know, our company and our team that we're building, and I was saying that, um, you know, it's twenty probably 20,000, 25,000 people. I don't know, if it's, you know, how many there in the, in the whole company. But I can bet you that, It's a number of people that are saying that they want to make, you know, $20,000 a month, $30,000 a month, $50,000 a month. It's thousands of people saying that. It's thousands of people saying that. But you know how he says, um, where was it? Uh, where is it? This woman and many like her subconsciously expects the worst while hoping for the best. It's people who expect, I mean, who are hoping for this 20000 a month, 30000 50000 but not expecting that at all. The worst when it comes to that, you know. I, you know, I, I'm willing to say, out of twenty twenty five thousand people, it might be twenty people total who really expects and believes that they're going to get what they're saying. That's why I tell people, you know, bring your goals down to some. Some sort of reality. I hate the word reality, but you got to bring it to something where there's some kind of belief there. Because you, if you say this, and then you go home and look in the mirror, and you know you're not expecting that. You know you, you're looking at yourself saying, "Ain't no way I'm gonna make that kind of money." You saying but you're saying and saying and saying. I understand the affirmations. I, you know, said too, but you gotta come. You gotta come to some kind of grips that's something that you can grab a hold to, that you can really believe because you you you're saying. The best, but expecting the worst. Now, a lot of times, through repetition, maybe those things, those thoughts can change. But um, when it comes to finances and money, a lot, that's one of the biggest challenges we have. And you know, we come off the cuff with some, and, and people say, "Well, Tony, that's being negative." But it's just reality is that you can't. We get this is the truth right here. We get what we re, what we expect. think about it we get what we expect because what we expect overrides our mind more than anything else i don't care how many times we say something what we expect overrides our mind and that's why i say we got to keep developing ourselves to get our you know get our mindset correct to see so that we can start expecting more because feeling like we deserve more see a lot of us don't think we deserve anything that's an inferiority complex That's a self-esteem issue, and that's something that's been in us for years, something that never was addressed. And so we can stand up in the room or get on a call or on a Zoom and say, yeah, this is, yeah, but, you know, you don't expect that most of the time. It's a few people. That will do that will expect some of the stuff that they're saying. That's the biggest. That's one of the biggest challenges. I'm gonna say the biggest challenge. One of them. So he says, This woman and many like her subconsciously expect the worst while hoping for the best. And of course, the worst always happens eventually. Because when you expect the worst and you're expecting that most of the time, that's what happens. So he says, Because this is the strongest, most emotionalized thought in her mind. The strongest. Emotionalized, the most emotionalized thought in her mind is, you know, expecting the worst. And I'm telling you, a lot of you guys, that's the strongest, most emotionalized mind, thing in your mind, expecting the worst. Expecting it ain't gonna happen for you. Expect. That's why when a few, when people get a few wins under their belt, it helps them. A few victories, it helps to get their belief system right a little bit. A, a few things that. It helps them because now you start expecting a little bit more because you've actually had some kind of success. You know, but when you never have any, and you're around people that's not having any, and then you're justified. Like right now, that's what you're saying. You know, as I talk, you're saying, well, see, Tony, you know, that's my problem. I don't know, around nobody who has success and I ain't never had any and that's my problem. And see you 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 signing off on that. <laughs> you know, you you agreeing with it. You instead of saying, No, they you know but you agreeing with that. That's what you signing off on. You might not say it publicly, you might not but when you stand in that mirror at night and you look at yourself, is you in that mirror you saying it then. And that's what we try to get you on these calls for and get you to read books, so that can stop now it ain't gonna stop overnight. you can't read one book or two books or ten books and read for a year or two years that That's a conditioning in us that has to be addressed folks i mean that's and you there's no other way to address it. You can do a lot of other stuff, but you're not gonna see most people are not going to fight long enough to have success, because this is what the average person will say. Well, Tony, just, you know, tell them to, you know, go out here and just have some success. Go talk to 20 people in their business every day. Go talk to 50. That's easy to say, but, you know, most of those people are not going to do that, you know. You, you, not if you're truly trying to help somebody. You, see, I don't think a, a lot of people might not be truly trying to help people. I think a lot of folks just be, be talking. Yeah, just tell them to go out here and, and talk to 10 people a day and 20. I could say that all day long. But you know you're not gonna do it. I'm trying to get you to actually do something that's gonna help you grow and be a better person and be a better business person. I can sit there and say that, you know, because I've been working on myself for so long. I'm gonna constantly do that. I know most of y'all not. So am I just? I think most people go on this throw the mud against the wall thing. Just throw them out there and just you know it's a numbers thing. I know it's numbers, but I'm all I'm truly trying to help some people too now. I know, and that sounds kind of crazy. I know. Because the average person, I, I was watching some stuff the other day. Just, just, you know, their whole thing is just, you know, just tell them to go out there and work. <laughs> they ain't working. Well, we know that. We know that. <laughs> Why are they not working? They're lazy. Well, you know, some. But why are they lazy? Where is this coming from mentally? See, and a lot of people say, well, I ain't got time for all that, but here's your problem with that. You're not a super recruiter. You're not a super go-getter. you're not a super... So you got a problem with trying to help people, and you got a problem with recruiting. It's a big problem. Now we got, really got a problem because you talking a good game, but if you're not going to go out there and get a million people yourself, then you're going to have to start trying to help somebody mentally to help them grow. That's just how it works, folks. That's just the, the truth. And, you know, you know, people don't want to do it. They want to talk a good game, but you ain't, you ain't busting no numbers. You know, <laughs> that's why people wind up quitting any kind of venture or any kind of thing that they're doing because it just, you know, it, it sounds good when you talk that game, but somebody got to be helped somewhere. You got to start trying to help some people somewhere. You just can't. Everybody can't be mud on the wall. You know what I'm saying? Everybody can't be mud on the wall, but that's how <laughs> a lot of people throw them against the wall. And, <laughs> Elf them. And I, I see that. You know are saying? And even some of the stuff that I talk about and say, it sounds strange to that person because they think, you you know, you, I don't know what they're thinking. Because <laughs> they're not thinking trying to, hey, man, that stuff's only totally talking, ain't, you know, okay. Just throw them against the wall. Wow. Keep it going. But that's the thought process that we got to address. And he's talking about this lady has this thought process like that, and she she's sold on it. It's her strongest emotional thought. And like I said, 90% of people have that. Now, we can either just throw them against the wall and keep moving. See, if you're tough enough to go out here and, <clears throat> and find more people than you're doing when you're doing your your uh, business, and you're just going to, but most people are not that tough, and then most people don't want to try to develop themselves and help other people, so that's the problem. We got, we, we, we got a problem, Houston. We right that that's the challenge. That's why so many, so few people win, because so few people go, are not going to do the numbers, and so few people are not going to develop themselves. And then you got so few leaders who care about that. They don't care about what I'm talking about. Ain't, man, stuff Tony talking about ain't you know. <laughs> we have a problem. <laughs> he says she keeps herself magnetized not to good but to bad conditions, and thereby causes that something, the creative power within, to produce a perpetuation of unhappy experiences of her past. She expects people to be considerate, to take advantage of I mean, to be inconsiderate, sorry. She expects people to be inconsiderate, to take advantage of her, to extend no help in time and need. She works the creative law of life, infallibility, I mean in, infallible against herself. She's even picturing someone grabbing the bread she has cast upon the waters before it gets back to her. See, somebody stole my brick. <laughs> somebody snatched it before it got back to me. Isn't this an inspired sample of visualization? What can anyone expect from such mental pictures that, you know, you think thinking somebody trying to get you, somebody getting over on you, somebody taking some? What do you expect to get from that? Like he said, certainly not a loaf of bread, not even a crumb you're going to get from that. If you got a thought process like that, and you and then, then you run and you spend your, you know, when you have that kind of thought process, you you shut down everything and run to the reality TV or want to watching some movie or run to, you know, and, you, and that's the whole thing I'm saying. I'm trying to get you from start running to that. Now, <clears throat> again, I'm just trying to make this thing you no know, less work on all of us because if we're going to let everybody run to that and that's all everybody's going to do, you've got to have massive numbers for you to grow. If you're trying to help and develop some people, and it's a small percentage that you can work with it, you know see, see, this, this is the deal. Most people are not going to help and develop somebody, and, and again, you're not going to get the numbers. He says, "You have gained an understanding of how mind functions. Can see that this unhappy woman is a classic example, classic, of one who is operating the power uh, successfully in reverse. In reverse. She's operating the power in reverse. What, what's, it, what's, uh, what's the saying, 2020? Uh, uh, she hustling backwards. You hustling backwards. <laughs> She's not, you're not working on your mindset. You're not growing. You're not developing. You got the same old negative poor mouth. I know it's poor. pole mouth attitude. Hanging around the same old broke down, busted, can't be trusted people. He says she's working the power successfully in reverse, and that's nineteen fifty four language in nineteen i mean twenty twenty shes hustling backwards. He says there's one great underlining fallacy in the thinking of these type people if they could only realize if they could free themselves from their erroneous, fixed ideas and snap out of their difficulties in a hurry. Here it is, people who claim they have never been able to make their higher powers of mind work for them have, on on the contrary, they they have, it's worked for them through wrong thinking. It's been working for you, that's why, it's your thinking. Force these very powerful to work, these powers to work against them just by their mindset. They have caused these powers to produce failure instead of success. Misery instead of happiness. And these same people will swear I had nothing to do with it. they after me. Somebody gonna... It's your thoughts. It's your miserable thinking. It's your, <laughs> you using the power in reverse. You won't let go of some people. You still hang around these broke busted folks because your mindset is there. You won't, cut, you won't read. You won't shut off that television sometimes and watch, and watch something productive. But then you got you whining all the time, man. It's, it's, it's just let me get to the part that Jackie was talking about because we got to wrap it up because it's a lot of more stuff I want to talk about. But there's a the, on the next page it says, um, "Don't kid yourself." I don't know if Jackie. Let me, let me try this again. <laughs> I tried it last time. Jackie went on, so I'm gonna try it again to see if she's on this time. She says she was with a client last time, <laughs> allegedly. But no, no, I'm joking. I'm going. I know she does. I know she does. You know, <laughs> training stuff early in the morning. So I'm gonna let. I'm gonna let her. I'm gonna give her a pass on that one. <sighs> Keep the fingers crossed. Let's see if she's on the line here. Hold on a second. Are you there, Jackie? <laughs> Oh Lord, (laughs) she's she's with a client this morning, so I I I wanted to I wanted her to say I want. Are you there?
1: Yes, I'm here.
0: All right, so somebody got a terrible noise. I don't know what they're doing there, but um, so everybody else, if you can mute your line right quick, I want Jackie to share with me why she said this (laughs) and, and what you say to me the other day. Whoever's had that? What is that? Somebody got some rumbling noise there. I don't know what that is. All right, that's better. There we go. All right, so Jackie, tell me what you said the other day and why you say this particular paragraph was
1: okay. um, Okay, what I shared here when it started, when it said, don't kid yourself. It just kind of remind me of the. clip that you played with E.T. when it said, read, 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 don't kid yourself. And that actually, that paragraph, it explained how, when you're talking about the leaders, how we shouldn't expect the leaders to lead us into our own visions and dreams and how we expect, you know, when things go wrong, we put it well, I'm going to say, with me, you know, I'll put it on the Wait, wait, me, wait, wait, I'll wait, wait let,
0: let me read this, and then you tell me okay. what you're saying. Okay, so okay. this is the paragraph Jackie was talking about. Don't kid yourself. There's only one way out of trouble, and you have to lead the way. No one else can lead you or push you. Others can show you the way, set you on your feet, point you in the right direction, but you got to do the walking, folks. I will, I will, I will, I will. This does it. I will put steam uh, in your boilers, blows the top off inertia, starts sluggish brain cells um, in motion, puts new life and drive into your body and mind. I won't paralyzes you. So he says, I will put steam in your body. I won't paralyzes you, initiatives, incentives, and enthusiasm. It stops everything from functioning, congests the body and mind, and takes all the zest and purpose out of life. So if you're going around saying, I won't, it's going to paralyze you. If you're going around saying, I will, it puts steam in you. But I guess what you're saying, the one about no one else can lead or push you or you or push you, others can show you the way, set you on your feet and point you in the right direction, but you've got to do the walking.
1: Right. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. i got to do the walking. I can't expect um, what you're doing in terms of the calls, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, that's what I need to get myself pushing, Not you know, um, you putting people in my organization, you doing this and doing that, I have to do the work.
0: Right. Instead of me coming up there, waking you up every morning, making you get out of the bed to go do the work.
1: Right. Now,
0: you also said something about how long it took you to get this. Remember, I'm always talking to folks about you got to hear this thing 1,900 million times. That's why a lot of stuff is said over and over that's rep- repetitive and it's it's, it's a, a thing that people think they get it and they don't get it, and you got to keep hearing it. What was that you told me?
1: Well, I'm just, after reading this book, even though the you have put books out there, and reading this book is actually, I'm just, in the surface of what you've been saying. And I've been in a few other organizations or companies with you, but I wasn't hearing it, you know. But as I continue to read or, or read this book. It wait, actually, wait,
0: wait, You say you wasn't hearing it because that's what people try to say. They try to yeah. say, well, I heard you, Tony. I, 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 was, I heard that last week, you know. I got it.
1: Yeah, but I think, well, for me, I would say that just to kind of keep you quiet, like, okay, all right, whatever you say. You know what I'm saying? It was more mm-hmm. so that but I wasn't getting it in inside of me. You know how you talk always always say deep inside, I wasn't really mm-hmm. getting it, but reading this book has it just really just sparked some stuff in me that like, wow, now this is what he's been saying. And it's been it's been a few years. It ain't been just this book. I mean we've I've read Right, we've because we've yeah, met you minutes. remember
0: you talked about you talked about when we first met, I think, I was in Jersey doing a meeting. You came. We were in another company. You came mm-hmm. there, and I think you were cross-line. Were you
1: on our team? Nope, I wasn't on the team.
0: Right. You were cross-line in somebody else's team, um, mm-hmm. and you, we came, you came to Jersey. How long was that? Was that four or five years ago? Was That, that might have been longer than that. When, when was that?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was longer than that because that was, yeah. That Maybe was 2014
0: season. or something like that?
1: Somewhere around there, yeah. Right.
0: So so you've been hearing this stuff for years.
1: Yeah, and you've been saying the same thing
0: for right. years,
1: but I wasn't I wasn't at that time. I wanted it, but I wasn't ready for it.
2: Mhm. I so wanted it didn't something click.
1: different. It didn't click. I wanted something different, but I, and and for me because as you keep saying, in the beginning of these you say well, if you keep coming, but you might not understand it now. It might be a sensitive you now, but if you keep coming on these calls, you will get it. And one of the things that happened when I stopped getting on your calls, I was like, ooh, nah, I'm not feeling that. I wasn't feeling that. And I used to tell Lisa, too, the way she used to go back and forth. And I was like, no, she needs to just be quiet. She ain't hearing it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and, and that's how I was. I was not hearing it. But it was like as I kept coming. Back <laughs> so you said somebody calls. else
0: was hearing it and you were hearing it.
1: Nobody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody I kept coming back with the calls over and over and over again and i would be like, Wow, okay. Yeah, it is. Layers are lifting up. You know, but I was not getting it in the beginning, even though I want something different for my life and for my future. Right. <laughs> and um, if people right now
0: that's me. listening, honestly, Jackie, is listening and they're saying what you might have said six years ago. And they're saying it right now, uh, oh, I get it, you know what I'm saying, yeah, you know, I get it, I mean i don't, I don't need to hear it that long, you know mm-hmm. i am intelligent enough, I heard it the first time I heard it, I got it I mean, and they're literally they literally believe that because if that was the case, we wouldn't be in school for twelve years and college before because the people who study the brain know that people got to hear stuff over and 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 <laughs> over, yeah. over and over and over. And over and over some more before it clicks, but you know it's people that get on board with us, and you can think about the thousands of people, or just think about the people that you have brought onto a business in the last six years, whatever companies mm-hmm. we were in, and how they come and gone, and they mm-hmm. and, and they never got this. You see what I'm saying? Yep. They never got yep. this. Yep. They never got it, and they're out in the street saying different things, but they never got it. Right. All right. Well, appreciate it, Jackie. Thank you. And anybody else? Hold on. Let me go back on mute. Thank you. If anybody else and anything else from the book, that moved, to make sure you text me this week so we can talk about it next Saturday. All right? We out of here, folks. Y'all have a great day. You know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to give y'all a bonus this morning for the people that's on for the book club with the music, and we're going to see. What, what can I give you instead of the $5 towards the $25? Because I think Faith has 5 so far, so she's leading the pack toward the 25 That's what we do on the mindset. All right, so I'm going to do something different today. Let me see. i tell you what. Hey, what can I give y'all? Y'all think of some, you know, like for... Um, i going to say a gift card, but, you know, some of you are not around here. I can say some product, but I'm not going to ship it to you. So, um, yeah, what can I do? <laughs> uh, I need to think about these kind of stuff so when I get ready to do something sporadic, like, you know, I can just say, okay, this is what we're going to do this is not a part of the contest this is not a part of you. I'm just gonna i just give you ah no that's too easy that's too easy that's too easy that's too easy Um, I need to get some t-shirts made for the for the team that we can just give out like this <laughs> it's gonna say I won the mindset music clip or something like that I don't know I gotta think of what it should say um <laughs> All right, this is what I do I just do, do a quick ten dollar bonus, a ten dollar cash app. Ten dollars. This has nothing to do with the the contest during the week. All right, so this is just you get this right, you get t- that'll get you lunch today. Alright, it get you the lunch from Subway, you know, so when they when you go to Subway and they say you want the chips and the drink, you can add the chips and the drink too, so <laughs> You can, add the, you can add the chips and the drink. All right. So for the for the people that are on this morning, here we go. Y'all gotta text me, uh, tell me what song this is, and it says this is the fourth of July, ten dollars chips and drink from Subway. <laughs> no, I'm not. you' saying you can go but wherever you want to buy and buy your lunch today. So this is for your lunch. All right. Let me see. Let me find one here. This is for your lunch. Dang, is this page one? No, that ain't page one. Okay, let's go to page one. This is for your lunch. (laughs) I ain't going to even read that text. All right, here we go. God, this might be this. All right, here we go. Oh, oh. From my city view, I think I see his vision too Purple rain over Central Park, chillin' with my home. Big Pops and Sade's, the rocks and Chardonnay's My gassy sassy, so my penthouse, my balloon
1: We doin' it big,
2: it's goin' down, 9-11 I'm doin' it big, pullin' up in the 9-11 I've been tryin' to f*** for months, baby girl is now and never, got the condo on the beach So oh, through our storms, we shout weather. We uh We when it's pitch dark. Yeah, this bitch dog Yeah, the movie, but this time I play a big part, huh? and look at what I'm accomplishing, I'm beatin' by Margie Bigger than friends talking it. I'll be calm, I'll be all around Buy my b***h p- every bag And she ain't ever, ever, ever Gotta take them back mm. I wanna take my picture around the globe Hawaii hand gliding in the mountain No need Whoa. Red bottles by the barrel Popping to tags Like it's American apparel 20,000 up in bonnets Haters are never harming Rick Owens Bombers for my whole army Anderle, anderle Baby move fast Keep yeah. dropping down and bring it back I like that I, like that. I wanna buy my p- so she ain't ever, ever, ever got to take them back Strongly, tall, strongly style, all around Looking for me, you can find me in the Guinness Book Only flap, ride with the boss, take a look I'm super flat, I'm super high You getting yours, I'm getting mine Ooh, Women of a caliber, I only seen the magazines and calendars And I'm sitting witness this October, with my birthday's in October She told me, later on we're gonna mosaic To a place let's and get dirty If you're looking for me, you can find me in the Guinness book Only flap ride with the bounce, take a look Put your eyes to the sky, that's where you'll find me What the hell is this? We are like, we are Me, you can find me in the Guinness Book, only flap, ride with the boss, take a look. I'm super fly, I'm super high. You getting yours, I'm getting mine.